Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's awake and smart. This is Happer and Shaper. Welcome back in, 9 o'clock hour of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer with you this morning. We'll have Sam McEwen of the Omaha World Herald here in just a few minutes. We will talk about the new look Nebraska coaching staff and potentially even more new look without Tony Tuioti, who is reportedly off to Oregon. And what's going on in the transfer portal, the shape of the transfer portal, what that might look like. Another big picture topic around uh, college sports this year, of of course, has been name, image, and likeness, NIL, as commonly referred to as. Uh, Eric Olson wrote this in in the Associated Press. The story is called NIL was a factor on signing day, but how big of one is up for debate. Um, Talked to a bunch of people around the sport. Um, and this is kind of how I looked at it. There's a few quotes in here and some and some good stats that kind of back it up a little bit. Um, so he talked to um, Athliance CEO Peter Schoenthal. It's basically like the open doors type of thing. And there's some open door stuff in here too, which which we'll get to. And, and here's here's a quote from him. And notice the tone of these compared to the tone of kind of what we thought it was going to be when this whole NIL thing fired up and people were really, really, you know, worried about what was going to happen. 
Schoenthal said the following, quote, NIL is going to become like facilities. At some point, is that, at some point everybody's going to have great facilities. I'd like to think that once we get a little more regulation and data points to show the kids, it doesn't matter where you go. It's about how much effort you put in and how marketable you are and how good you are at getting boosters involved. So I think there was a thought in, in this craze of this whole thing, and it, and it cropped back up a little bit around signing day and the signing period a couple weeks ago. Or last week. Jeez. Feels like a couple weeks ago, I suppose. Last week. That like, oh man, this NIL thing, um, you know, we got we got kids offering, you know, getting offered million dollar deals and that's going to sway which school they could go to and recruit a can go to Clemson and say, well, Alabama offered me, you know, two and a half million dollars or a local business offered two, two and a half million dollars. Can you match it? You know, can you, can you match the money um, that I'd be getting at Alabama for an, and I, I'm very skeptical that that has really happened. Um, and I'm really skeptical about the scale in which people talk about this at too. So here, here's a stat in here um, from Eric. said, according to Open Doors, which is the one that we're familiar with here, one of the platforms used by athletes to connect with third parties for money-making ventures, seven male athletes who use Open Doors technology earned $100,000 or more from their name, image, and likeness from July 1st to November 30th. Seven. With the way that people talked about it, you would have thought it would have been 100. A total of 110 athletes earned more than $10,000. Open Doors represents a lot of, or, or you know, connects with a lot of schools. It works with 570 NCAA schools, most of them Division One. So 570 schools that Open Doors work, works with, and in their data that they have seven people, seven people earned $100,000 or more from their name, image, and likeness over the last few months. And only 110 of them earned more than 10000 And maybe, I don't know, maybe the money is not what we're talking about here. And just like facilities, to go back to that quote from, from the other guy, just like facilities, it does it, it does become an like it, it becomes an arms race at some point. But like he said, everybody has facilities. I think we painted this picture. You know, there's a lot of people who painted this picture of like, oh, we have these kids who are going to show up at these schools, and you know, say, hey, look, I'm getting a good deal over here. You got to give me a better deal, or I'm going to the other school. I, I don't think that was happening in the facilities game, which is what the the uh, CEO of the other company. Sorry, I forgot the name of it. Um, thought Athliance. I don't think kids were going to the schools and be like, "Hey, look, man. These these facilities are um are really really great, and I'm going to go there because like." Ultimately, there's got to be some person there. There should be, and there will be, and this will correct over time. 
maybe it's happening a little bit now where it's kind of the wild, wild west and regulations and stuff like that. But I don't think that means as much as people make it out to mean. But everybody's got good enough facilities, right? But ultimately, there's some personal recruiting, you know, recruit responsibility here. Why am I, you're at, you have to ask yourself, why am I going to this school? What are the reasons? Are they good reasons? Money talks at first, for sure. I think the fact that Nebraska can, can, you know, at least hold their own in this category is all they need. But I don't know that it's, I mean, in all the coaches that I've talked to, and all the people around the actual sport and how they they see how this is going. I haven't heard like, oh yeah, we're selling NIL that you can make a lot of money off of NIL. And I think I've seen it a lot of times um, over the last year here since it's really been in our like kind of daily topic of conversation or kind of overriding top of topic of conversation i've seen a lot of people make it out to be like well they, they should go to nebraska because the nil deals are are good here and they will be good and the inference is that they're going to be good compared to other schools and i just don't know that that's the case and not to minimize what nebraska is because i think they do a really good job at presenting it and organizing it and maybe that's where they can you know make their hay on it a little bit. Maybe that's where they're better than other schools at it. And they have the connections, obviously, with Open Doors being right here in town and and a Nebraska alum running it, Nebraska alums running it. So I think they can present it really well and be on the cutting edge as far as that's concerned. But is there there inherently more money involved? I I don't see it. In, in a lot of these cases, by the way, and that's that's at the top, top, top. Oftentimes when we talk about this, that's that's what we're talking about. The kind of 1% of the sport. Most of what's happening here in NIL, as far as I've seen it anyway, is a lot of basically micro-marketing, right? Hey, I'll do an Instagram post. I have a pretty good reach here. couple hundred bucks in return free food you know a gift card whatever that might be that's most of what we're dealing with so i just think this thing has been a little bit overblown it's going to be a part of what we do now and that's different it's going to be a small part, I think, of recruiting pitches. Ultimately, you go to school to play football. And if you're not in it to play football, then you're probably in it for the wrong reasons. And that works itself out, you know? That's that's kind of on the kid. And it's on the businesses to, to be smart with their money as well. If you're a business and you feel like it's worth it to pay whoever quarterback at X university 500 grand which 
we have I don't even know that we've seen a deal that high yet. Then I guess, you know, that's that's on you. But maybe we'll find in the years to follow that there's probably quite not quite as much um, you know, pomp and circumstance here as we initially made it out to be. Maybe not quite the game-changing thing that we thought it was going to be. Or that everybody else thought it was going to be. This is kind of how I thought it would work out. Not to <laughs> not to like be like, hey, I told you so. But there's the initial wave. There's the initial push of like, holy crap, this is different. And there's going to be people out there who try and take advantage of it. There are. Whether it's businesses or universities, coaching staffs, recruits, there's going to be people who would take advantage of it at first. And then we'll all just, and, and there will be rules in response to that. And then it'll just kind of sit in the background, just like everything else. A little conversation about, you know, early signing day. It's been a part of our sport now for a few years, and this is just kind of how it is. I think we're kind of seeing that same thing with with NIL. All right, like I said, 402-464-5685, the uh, Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Heyman text line, they're both open for you. Jeff says this, people just don't like change. We're overblowing NI- what NIL would mean. This shows that there's not much money for the average. Ad- I, I, I think that's the case, and not that not – that, it's not important to them because it is like if I was in college and I could do an Instagram post or a social media post and get a couple hundred bucks and free food for it. Yes. Yes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thomas Magnum says that's for deals and open doors, though. A lot of these same athletes are also getting 
endorsement deals outside of that platform. Yes, for sure. But those would be the the elite of the elite still. So I don't know. I, I I'm still skeptical that's that it's going to be quite as uh, you know ground shaking for the sport of college football than maybe was made out at first. All right. Uh, once again, I want to hear from you guys, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Heyman text line. Joining us now on the hotline, Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. Sam, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on Tony Tuioti potentially heading to Oregon? Uh, you know, it's a tough loss. Um, you know, I think, uh, um, you know, there's two ways of looking at it. So one, I think Tuioti did, uh, you know, did a really good job at Nebraska developing players. Damian Daniels, Ben Stilley got better. Um, I think Ty Robinson absolutely got better. Casey Rogers got better. Um, DeAndre Thomas got better. And so I think Tuioti is a developmental coach. is really, really strong. Um, so I think he'll do a good job out there. I, I think it'll be a little easier for him to recruit his top guys yeah. out there than it was here. Um, because I think he's got some relational recruiting connections, and it was not easy to get those guys to get to Nebraska. Um, if, if from the Nebraska perspective, Connor, you know this this does open up uh, an opportunity to resolve um, the conflict that they kind of had with the with the opening. For sure. Um, if you rotate Mike Dawson down uh, to the defensive line role, and I'm not saying that I know that that's happening, but if you did it, then you would have you'd have a situation where he's on the line, maybe even coaching the outside linebackers. Remember their four man line is two tackles and two outside linebackers. Um, so there's, there's something to be said there. And then you have the room to address both the special teams role and the running backs role. Um, and whether you want to go with a full-time special teams coordinator who only has one other position, that's kind of what Dawson was doing last year, or you just want to have a special teams coordinator. You can then do that. And then you can address the running back position separately with an elite recruiter who can come in and, and connect with the guys. Um, I think it's pretty, you know, I think it's pretty clear that, that there's an opportunity there for, for Bill Bush to, to slide into that role. Mm. And then I think, I think you go and you look for a running back. Coach. I, you know, I would agree. Scott may change his mind and, and say, now we're just going to have Ron Brown do it. To be clear, Ron Brown's a uh, hell of a coach. Um, but he's, you know, I, I, I take Scott his word last week when he said, I really like having Ron in the role that he's in, um, where he's kind of an advisor to Scott on a lot of different areas. Um, I don't know that Ron's looking to, to do the, the full grind that it takes to recruit as an assistant coach these days. And so what, what you can do is you can then go out and get a, you can go, go out and get a running back coach and just, uh, so I don't want to say it's a good thing, like, because two is a good coach. Uh, and messing with that defensive chemistry is not necessarily ideal, but Dawson's a good coach too. And if you want to use a guy like Bill Bush and you want to move him in and use him in some way defensively, he can do that. And then you've also got the special teams. So it feels like maybe Nebraska can resolve some things. Um, that said, I, I didn't, I don't think, do I know that Nebraska thought that Tuioti was going to leave for Dan Lanning? Right. I don't, I don't know that. I, I mean, Dan, Dan Lanning just got the job. What? Like five days ago. So I don't think they would have known. Um, 
I don't think they would have known that for sure. I mean, I I don't know that anybody knew that Dan Lanning was going to get the job. Uh, I don't think I don't think Oregon thought Dan Lanning was going to get the job. I think <laughs> right. they thought Justin Wilcox was going to get it, and then that might have also dominoed, you know, Tony back to working for Justin Wilcox. I don't really know, but at the end of the day, this could work out in a positive way. Yeah, that would be my. I mean, that was kind of the first thing that came to my head. Not that it's a good thing to lose to a Yodi because it's not like you said for all the reasons you said. That he's a pretty good coach, but the the puzzle pieces may fit at least a little bit easier now. Or you can you can kind of think about it in that way. I, that that would be my guess. Um, you know, kind of in how they do it as well. Um, as far as the portal is concerned, there's there's a lot of movement at as as far as the quarterback position here. Um, Sam, my my question is because we we like to pick you know the guys that come out and, and it's look like like hey can can Nebraska get these guys or what would it look like if Nebraska got these guys has there been a real connection to anybody who's come through with the exception I guess of Brennan so far and, and is Nebraska kind of being patient here or, or what's their what's their attitude I suppose at the quarterback transfer portal well you know I I I uh, I don't know. I mean, Miles Bre- Brennan was that's fine. I I think they could do better than that. And I'm not trying to be rude. I to him. I I think you want a guy that started for a couple of years. To be very honest with you. And if you gotta if you gotta take a little bit less height or arm strength to do that, I think you want somebody. The Big Ten's no joke. And I I think it would be hard to say Miles Brennan started six or seven games to be able to just settled into that easily. Um, I think what you're looking for is more of a Peyton Ramsey. You're looking for a guy that started for a couple of years, knows his way around, and and has a you know has a confidence about him. Keaton Slovis, I think, would have fit that. He's going to Pittsburgh, ironically. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, and then you know Casey Thompson's a name out there, and that's a name to watch. I, I, I think his dad was the Oklahoma quarterback back in the '80s. Now, Oklahoma has a, has a situation where Caleb Williams is going to have to decide whether he wants to stay at Oklahoma and play for uh, Levy, the new offensive coordinator there who just came from Mississippi, or he's going to go to USC and play for Lincoln Riley. Um, I think he could probably do either one. Uh, I think Casey Thompson probably wouldn't mind going to Oklahoma. <laughs> and playing for his dad's alma mater. But you're not going to go there and back up Caleb Williams. Right. And so the question becomes, after Caleb Williams plays this last game, uh, again, I don't know what game they're in, the Alamo Bowl against Oregon, then we're going to find out. So that, that domino I don't think is going to fall unless, unless you know, Casey Thompson's like, eh, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm not going to go to Oklahoma either way. Uh, and then, you're, then the thing you got to watch over the next two weeks is portal quarterbacks so it becomes all the guys that are making their final determinations with the fcs guys that were in the playoffs and then guys that are in bowl games right now and so it's not the process is not over yet there's a little bit more time here maybe two or three weeks um i want to i want to add this and this this is this is just me talking this isn't this isn't knowledge or insider stuff or any of that I think when a kid's got a choice between the Big 12 and the ACC and the Big 10, 
they're probably going to pause a little because they're going to be like, if I go to the Big Ten, I'm going to play some of the best defenses in the country, and I'm not sure how that's going to look on my my stat record. Mm. Um, and I'm not trying to not – I mean, the Big Ten has some terrific defenses. But when I think of Keaton Slovis going to Pittsburgh, one of the things that I think about there is that guy's going to go light it up at Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. That league – does not other than Clemson and a few other teams, they don't play any defense in the ACC. I mean, you're talking 55-50 and all these other games. I mean, a lot of these teams don't play any defense, and both Kenny Pickett's numbers look awful pretty in that league, awfully pretty. They wouldn't have looked that way in the Big Ten. Um, you know, I know C.J. Stroud had a great season, and he's able to do that because he's got you know nine five stars at receiver. But you know, I'd, I'd say Cade McNamara had one hell of a season at yeah. Michigan. I really believe that, and. But, but Kay McNamara's stats don't, they don't look like that. They don't look like Kenny Pickett's stats. I mean, McNamara was a, was a modestly good quarterback. He had 2,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. Um, Aiden O'Connell, who for my money was probably as good as just about anybody in the country. He's good. He had 3,000 yards and 23 touchdowns. And, and O'Connell's got receivers, you know. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to dominate in this league. It's just not easy. You have to throw the ball a lot to dominate in this league from a statistical perspective. And so I think that's one thing that people are watching. It won't surprise me, for example, if, and I don't, again, no inside information. If Graham Mertz left Wisconsin and said, I'm going to some other league where I can throw the football around and I don't have to face, you know, friggin' Iowa and Michigan every single year, wouldn't surprise me if he did. Because I just think it's a hard league to play quarterback in because of the quality of the defenses. And so Nebraska's going to have to make sure they go out and find a guy that's, that's willing to go through the, the crap that it takes to be in this league. Michael, P- Michael, Michael Penix, Penix, I think it's Penix, um, <laughs> left Indiana. I, I, I think that is how you say it. He left Indiana, right? He was going to start at Indiana. They, 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 had, they had nobody behind him. Right. But he left. And he's going to Washington. <laughs> now, some of that is the guy got hurt every single year he was in the league. And you go to Washington, maybe you don't get hurt as much. So I think there's something, there's just something to watch there. That, uh, you know, if you want to go play big-time football, you go to the Big Ten. But a quarterback's probably watching his stat numbers a little bit, which is why a guy like Keaton Slovis is, who probably could have gone to several schools in the Big Ten, is not going to any of them, and he's going to Pitt instead. Now, does that mean Nebraska needs a Big Ten, quote-unquote, Big Ten-style quarterback? Or are you just saying, like, that whatever quarterback comes in here is, you know, go- going to maybe look a little bit more like that? No, no, no. I, what I'm saying is that, you know, if you took Cade McNamara and you put him in the ACC at, like, Virginia, he'd have 3,500 yards and, and 28 touchdowns. It's in the Big Ten, it's twenty five hundred and fifteen. Yeah. So you go after a thrower, no question about that. You go after a guy who can throw the football. Gotcha. But you just you just build bake into the cake the reality that it's going to be less likely that unless you have again the nine five stars that Ohio State has, it's going to be hard to throw for four thousand yards in this league. Do you know how many times that's been done in this league? Mm. Like. I don't think it's been done. Like Justin Fields threw 41 touchdowns in 2019. He threw for 3,200 yards. Yeah. Like I don't. Haskins maybe. 
Haskins did it. So Haskins threw for 48-31 yeah. uh, over the course of 14 games. And, of course, they threw it a lot. Um, but Haskins was, I think, maybe the first guy that did that. Maybe Drew Brees did it. It just doesn't happen very often in this league, which is why I remember, you know, in 2017 when everybody was talking, you know, a big game about Tanner Lee and everything that he was going to do and all these other things. And he, you know, and he, and he couldn't do those things in part because the league's just too darn good. And, uh, you know, so that's just something to watch. Like, it, you know, if Adrian Martinez is healthy, and we don't know that he will be, and he goes to K-State and he lights it up, you know, like people are going to be like, well, ah, he didn't do that in Nebraska. Like, well, yeah, the Big 12 is in the Big 10. Right. You know? That's part of the challenge here is the Big 10 is a bear. It's really hard to score and play offense in this league. Do you think that that uh, that kind of jives with what they're looking to do on offense this year? Or I guess, what do you expect that picture to look like? Does it depend on the quarterback and how much? I think it does depend to some degree on the quarterback because Whipple wants to shape his offense around what he gets. Yeah. And so I don't think he's going to shortchange his kids, um, you know, and just, ah, you know, I'll do what I want. And I don't think he'll do that. I think, I think he'll... I think he'll try to do the best he can to, to make it work for his guys. And, and um, you know, so I do think it depends to some degree on who they get. Uh, I, I think they want to get somebody. And I think they could get somebody really good, to be clear. Um, but, you know, you just don't, you just don't know yet. Like, I, 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 it's, you know, Slovis would have been interesting. And, uh, you know, the school that he went to, to me is a tell like they don't they they just installed a new offensive coordinator and right it's a good program but the guy that was that was running the offense just left and there's no guarantee that like he's going you know the acc though is a place where you can go and you can you can make a lot of hay <laughs> you just you just can't you know kenny pickett threw for 4300 yards this year in 13 games that's a lot that's a lot of <laughs> a lot of bread. Brennan Armstrong threw for 4,500 in 11 games. Sam Howell threw for 2,800 in 11 games, and he ran the ball a ton, right? So, like, he just – he uh, Sam Hartman wrote, threw for 39-24 in the ACC. Malik Cunningham threw for 27-34, and Malik Cunningham's not a real good thrower of the football. So um, there's there's just when you look at the numbers that you can get in that league, that just tells you something. And I think as a result, just just be mindful of that. Like sure. I think Nebraska's going to have to sell a kid on, hey, you can come to the Big Ten and put up big numbers that are going to help you get to the NFL. All right, Sam, uh, we'll let you go. Appreciate your time as always. Uh, Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you Same next to you. week. Take care, man. That's Sam McEwen of the Omaha World Herald. As always, great stuff from him. We will take a uh, quick time out here. Let's get caught up with Nebraska basketball as they play tonight against Kennesaw State. Fred Hoiberg talked yesterday. It's pretty good stuff um, on kind of what's going wrong and now the reaction to it and how that may look different going forward. We'll get to that next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer at Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.